calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, welcome to Awkward Sex in the City. Um, it's me, your hostess with the mostess, Natalie Wall. Um, we are in it, right? We're in it. Uh, this is, uh, from here on out, all the uh, recorded episodes while we are all in quarantine or shelter in place, or maybe your state hasn't done anything intense yet. Um, I live in New York. It's very intense. There's like 23,000 cases so far. Um, with many more to come. Um, so this is a long ass intro to let you know this is uh, the first of a few solo episodes that we're going to be doing. Um, so it's just, you know, it's me, you know, uh, talking uh, about what's going on. Uh, it will get lighter, I promise. Um, my editor said this episode is dark, um, but also funny um, and can be lighthearted at times. So that's, you know, that's what we're going to do. It's, uh, that's where we're at. Um, I hope you enjoy. I hope you really fucking love my voice because it's only my voice. Um, and I will see you on the other side, guys. Um, I I don't know. I don't know where to start. I'm not going to lie. Um, first off, I really hope you liked Millie's episode last week. Um, I completely forgot to advertise it on all my Instas and socials because... Um, of a global pandemic. Uh, and I think that's what I'm going to talk about, uh, with you guys first, really. I'm not sure if there's going to be a lot of awkward sex in this episode and it's probably going to be a a shorter episode. So apologies if you were like waiting with bated breath, um, to hear my luscious, luscious voice, uh, as you always do every Wednesday. Um, wow. I guess first off, like, are you guys okay? Are you guys feeling okay? Are you guys feeling safe? Um, if you're not, please email me at awkwardsexinthecity at gmail.com. Um, I'm here for you. We can talk. Uh, this is a, a very trying and interesting time for everyone, uh, which is kind of scary and hopefully gives you a little bit of solace knowing that like everyone's kind of in it as we watch our economy crash and not know what the fuck is going to happen. And I don't know about you guys, but I've watched a lot of my friends lose their jobs and have no income. And now as we wait a week before uh, 
rent is due, if there's going to be a freeze or a suspension, please call your government, your city officials, uh, sign all the petitions uh, so we can look out for each other. Um, I, As I talk about a lot um, on the podcast, I work at Trader Joe's um, and we have uh, been deemed essential Uh, but my paycheck does not reflect that. I actually have a lot of things I want to say about how Trader Joe's is handling this situation and taking care of us, which um, I feel like is a huge lack of taking care of us. Um, I've actually, uh, this week, I am taking an unpaid leave from Trader Joe's because I just didn't feel safe anymore. Um, I, I still don't even know what that means yet. I haven't filled out the paperwork. I have to call them after... I'm done, but I haven't been back to work since uh, last Thursday. Last Thursday was my last day there. I just decided it. I wasn't going back. Like I, I just don't feel safe. Uh, the amount of customers that we do. I obviously live in New York City. The amount of customers we already have to deal with. Um, just, uh, I can't. And real quick, if you guys, obviously, if you're like in a quarantine situation or like at a shelter in place situation, please only go to the grocery store once a week. Please do not bring your whole fucking family uh, because it's you're going to treat it like a, a fucking field trip because you're stuck in your fucking house. Um, I, I don't want to go too much into it, but the amount of sheer shit we've had to deal with just because of customers being awful um, is ridiculous. And you think this would bring out the best in people, but it doesn't a lot of times. I was... Uh, uh, it was a, it was a, it's been a harsh few weeks because this, for at least for Trader Joe's, I don't know about other grocery stores, we've seen a massive influx in uh, shopping for the past, I think about four weeks now. So all of us are exhausted and worried about our families and worried about our health as well, which is why I'm taking an unpaid leave because I just didn't want to fuck with my health anymore um, for a, a job that didn't feel like it was protecting me enough. Um, and that's not against my managers or anything. I think they are trying their fucking hardest and are stuck in a, a rough situation as well. But uh, we've learned what's really essential is uh, grocery, mail, um, sanitation, con ed. Um, we've also learned that bras are not essential at all. I don't know about you guys, but I have not worn a bra um, in fucking forever or pants. I'm currently just in, I'm just, I'm in my bed right now. Aaron's playing video games um, in the living room and I am haven't showered. I haven't brushed my teeth. I'm really bad about brushing my teeth actually um, during this uh, quarantine situation. Um, makeup, who needs it? Fuck it. Also, is anyone like thoroughly freaked out by like putting lotion on their face? Um, I like wash my hands and then lotion my face and then wash my hands again. Um, and I'm just like, mm, I've got it. Um, I'm actually pretty sure that I truly will not leave my apartment at all for 14 days because I've been exposed to so many people that I'm like thoroughly horrified that like I'm just like in the incubation period. Um, and I don't I, I want to do my part, which is stop the spread and stop the um, and, like flattening the curve. Um, but I also I miss the sun. Um and sunlight. Though yesterday, uh, I don't know where you guys live, but yesterday in the city, it rained all day and it was just, it was so nice. It was so nice to be inside because it was raining. And today I was looking out my bright sunny window and it's beautiful. Uh, not to make this about me at all. Um, there have been a few uh, infographs about sex during COVID-19. Um, 
Guys, no rim jobs right now. No rim jobs because the virus has been found in feces. Uh, I don't know if it's been found in like urination. But so no eating ass right now. Um, even if it's your partner, um, just to be on the safe side. Uh, a lot of like no sex with strangers right now. And I feel for a lot of my friends that just, you know, have sex with a lot of strangers. Like I... I hope you guys are okay. I hope you guys feel like you're being taken care of. <laughs> That's a lot. Like, Grinder must be like out of fucking halt right now. But uh, we're in this together. We've got this. Um, what a weird time. What a strange time. Um, I've, I'm assuming we're all like really stressed. I actually haven't had that much sex with Aaron. We've only had sex once and I was kind of stressed. So I, at first I wasn't really that into it. Um, but then I was like, no, but sex is great. Um, but you know, like when you're having sex, but your mind's like other places too. Um, so if you can, if you can use sex as a a release and just kind of a moment to be away, please do it. Like, um, with your, with your partner, whoever you're with, uh, right now, if you are in like a, like a sexual situation with each other, um, I don't know what a sexual situation with each other means. I guess I mean like if you have roommates and you can't and you're not like fucking like don't fuck them, obviously. Uh, Well, this is my first solo episode. Uh, I had been wanting to do one for a really long time and was thoroughly freaked out by it. Uh, But all it takes is a global pandemic and your producer um, buying you a a very nice mic so you could do it from your home. Um, we will have guests, uh, again, don't worry. I'm pretty sure I can just Skype with people and Caitlin is very good. Caitlin, my producer is very good at like finagling those things. Um, I guess just right now I want to make sure that you guys are okay, truly. And what, what is okay for you and how, how do you get to your happy place or your, your safe spot and, if that's this podcast, if I'm helping you, oh my God, I'm so fucking honored. Uh, if it's not, I totally get it. I'm trying to think if I've read, of course, we we're all reading all the articles, right? And I will totally admit that I was totally one of those people that I was like, we're overreacting. This is just a flu. Um, obviously, it's not because the flu does not spread this fucking quickly, nor is it as lethal as quickly. And I think that's what's really scaring people, right? Is like, sure, 80% of people recover without any need for um hospitalization but it's the fact that there is this unknown of like how will your body react to it and how will your body fend it off i have watched some porn porn helps i had a friend say that he's just had porn on in the background like he's like i'm not touching myself or anything he's just like i'm just watching porn um which i find interesting only because like i I don't know about you guys, but like the moment I finish, like the moment I come, um, all of a sudden I'm like, what, like you're like out of a daze and you're like, what, what is this in front of me? And I immediately click off. Like, I don't think I've ever watched a porn video all the way through unless I was like looking for a specific spot that I knew that was going to make me come. Um, I'm trying to think of what I'm watching right now. Obviously stuck. Um, Aaron told me the other day though, he was like, oh, I finally looked up stuck. And I was like, I was like, isn't it fucking hilarious? And he was like, yeah, it's great. I think he watched one where it was like, uh, the babysitter got stuck in like a play, um, a playhouse and she got like, you know, she got it from both ends. And I was like, I know I fucking, it's so dumb. I love it. Um, I, a new one, a big one I used to watch a lot, a lot was fake taxi. Um, which like, uh, 
he's like, show me your tits and you'll get a free cab ride. And then they do. And then he's like, there's a camera. I'm going to show everyone this uh, unless you fuck me. Which really, if you think about it, like, won't he just show everyone that he fucked you on the camera too? Um, But now they have like a fake hostel. And I really like that one too. It's just because it's a little, it's, I think fake hostel is way more campy or it's campier than fake a taxi. Fake taxi kind of was like taking itself very seriously of just like, they like blur out like the dude's face, but not like the women's face. And then there's like a fake female taxi where it's like a female taxi driver and like women and dudes um, or like all genders. And, um, but they never would bleep out her face, which I thought was interesting. Um, but they're like trying to take it seriously. Like they're trying to, they, they're trying to give you the illusion of there is like this power struggle, um, with sex and like someone is in a dominant situation and someone's in a subordinate situation where fake hostile is like, it's, um, I'm trying to think like, what is it like? I mean, I already said it's campy. It has like a, um, wet hot American summer vibe to it. I'm just like, sure. Why not? Like, this is so dumb. I can totally get off to this, but it's nothing like what hot American summer either. Like it's don't, it's not like the movie at all. Um, who cares? Whatever. Everything matters. Nothing matters. That's kind of where we're at right now. I feel like, um, um, I will say obviously as I'm doing more and more solo episodes, one, I will be getting into stuff that I haven't talked about before. One that, um, one story, um, that really is fucking hilarious and it happened like seven years ago at this point like right when I had moved to New York City and it's like a long it's a very long story it's definitely its own solo episode and I've tried to write it before for the stage but um it uh, always comes off very somber and very sad uh because I this guy is uh that the story is about is one, the first person I ever felt like I could truly be myself with, um, which is huge, obviously. And then two is the only dude that's broken my heart. Um, and obviously I've dated people, um, after him and I had a very bad relationship with someone uh, after him, but that dude didn't break my heart, right? Like, uh, not in the way that, uh, this guy did. And, I guess it's my teaser. I guess it's me forcing myself to actually really start writing it. And um, I don't even think I'm going to write it. I think I'm going to do some bullet points and then we're going to turn on the microphone and see what the fuck happens. But there will be more solo episodes with me that actually do have sex in it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that being said, I really, really want to hear from you. Not just to know that you're okay, because I really hope you guys are okay right now. Um, but to feel more connected to you guys, and hopefully that to help you feel more connected to me, especially in a time where we are forced in this weird isolation. That is obviously for the greater good. I read an article by um, a- an astronaut, and she said, when it's hard, remember why you're doing this. Like, remember that you truly are saving lives by not going outside and not going to work and all those things. And that's very true. Like it feels so minute right now as we get bored 
watching, rewatching Parks and Rec or The Office or Schitt's Creek. But at the end of the day, we really are helping. And it doesn't feel like it right now as we watch the numbers climb. Because, I mean, again, I'm in New York City and we're like in a major hotspot. I think the last time I checked, we had 23,000 cases. But that's, of course, going to happen as we get more testing. Like more testing is good. And two, we aren't going to see the dividends of us staying inside until probably for like another week or two. Right now is crucial to help the next coming weeks and to help the hospitals and and the nurses and the doctors. Like I have some friends that are nurses that I'm very worried about um, that just are going in blindly to whatever the fuck this is of just making sure we don't overcrowd. And I know like I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here and I know you guys have read all the articles and you know all this stuff already. I'm kind of all saying it out loud for myself to make uh, myself feel better. Um, but yeah, back to emails. I, I want to feel really connected to you guys uh, and I can hope that I can give you guys a creative outlet. I know you have time now. It's just an email. It's just an email. I'm not going to say your name unless you want me to, um, which which is put in the email. I have received one. Um, I, I wonder if I should. You know what? I will read it today, actually. Um, I wasn't going to. Um, but it's my first one. So you know what? You get your very own episode. You get your own. Um, okay. So I got this one. I got this uh, email on March 12th, so kind of before shit really started hitting the fan. Um, she listens to it on her commute. Thank you. I don't know if you're still commuting right now, um, but if you are, thank you so much. And so she wrote, um, my first time having sex with another woman was when I was in high school and she was one of my best friends. Uh, she had a boyfriend at the time, but we both knew we were into each other. And one night we went out together and got extremely drunk. We were sitting in a park together drinking what we called the blackout. Oh, my God. Um, I'm wondering if it's like the, like glug. Um, it was aptly named since it was really just a mixture of all the booze we could find. Oh, God. Sloshing it together in water bottles. That's such a high school move. Like, that's such a high school move. Just like, how much alcohol can I put in this one thing so I could vomit later? Um, we started fooling around on the park bench and then snuck in into a nearby mall i wonder where you live that was closing for the night and into the bathroom um we had sex on the bathroom floor uh, i know 15 year old me was gross um we all were don't fucking worry um during which i choked on her bush and got a huge bruise on my back from sitting on the floor oh fuck um then we called a couple of friends who were nearby saying we were super hungry and to bring food, which led us to sitting onto the bathroom floor in a closed mall eating McDonald's with our friends while the two of us were still naked. Wait, why? Where'd your clothes go? Um, this travesty of a night ended with us stumbling out of the bathroom and being questioned by a security guard and a lot of throwing up. Oh no. Um, P.S. I had to go to a big family dinner the next day and wear way too many layers to cover up the hickeys and bruises. Oh my God. You, I think at 15, I think at 15 I was still secretly watching Blue's Clues because I found it very calming and like Franklin the Turtle because I think I had a crush on him because he wore like his hat backwards and shit. Um, so I'm kind of impressed, honestly. Um, 
I I love this. I love I love all of I have so many questions though. Like <laughs> um one, how did you get into, how did you get your friends into the mall after the mall had closed or was it just closing and there was still time? And why were you still naked? Did you lose your your clothes? Like what happened? You're in a mall. You can go grab some more. Um and I wonder like did you I guess you wouldn't really have gotten into trouble, trouble, because you could probably could have been like, we didn't realize the store was closing. We were in the bathroom. One of us had like a tummy ache. Um, please don't say tummy ache. I hate when people say shit like that. Um, but to go back to like sex on the floor, sex on the floor is so fucking overrated. Me and Aaron had sex on like our bedroom floor. I think for the first week, like in our old apartment, we had been living there for three years. Um, we did it once probably like our third year and like it wasn't fun for like either party right like he's on I'm, I was writing him so he's like on the floor <laughs> so his back and like it was on the carpet but his back is like totally getting fucked up um it's killing my knees um because that's when I ride I don't stay I don't stay on my feet I stay on my knees um I know people do it on their like a full like leg workout and you know what god bless you guys god bless you i find the laziest way which is me just shimmying my thighs back and forth on his penis right i just like just grind that clit onto all of that penis um but i think it's something that is like always shown on like tv shows and shit like i remember seeing it on scrubs i remember seeing it on Grey's anatomy i'm only uh, thinking of doctor related shows right now because I'm very freaked out for all the hospitals. Um, but like everywhere, like, and now the more that I think about it, like that is a go-to in a sitcom or dramedy to be like, we're having sex on the floor and it's not fun, let alone a bathroom floor, which is going to be cold. Um, and very, I think you're going to survive this. Um, if you can not get sick from a bathroom floor because of all that splatter, man, People are gross. All those shoes. Because if it was just closing, they probably hadn't cleaned it in a little while. Though when I worked at a mall, I worked at Macy's my first year after um after college. And I know they had to at least for Macy's, there was like someone came in like I think like every two or three hours. But I don't think they mopped. I think they only um made sure there was like toilet paper, um, made sure that like there was soap in the soap dispensers and like the garbage wasn't, um, what do you call it? Wasn't like overflowing, but I don't know about the floors. Like, I feel like that's like a one-time thing, uh, uh, during, during like the early mornings, but I don't know. Things might've changed. Um, but also you were 15 when you wrote, when this happened. So, Things might have been very different then. Um, that also reminds me, though, of just like we have community bathrooms at the Trader Joe's that I work at, like that the customers can use. And the amount of piss from men on the fucking toilet seats was horrific. Like, I, I just I need people with penises. I really need you to get your shit together, especially when people are trying to like um, not spread germs. If you pee and you know it and people that squat, I don't squat. Um, when I go to the bathroom, I put my ass completely down on the toilet. Um, 
but there's splatter. Like if you can't control your fucking stream, guys, like come the fuck on. Like it's so rude and it's so disrespectful of uh, people's bodies and their health. Um, pick up, clean up your fucking piss. Just clean it up. Um, I'm assuming you guys had sex in a ladies restroom. I don't, I don't know why I'm assuming that. Um, maybe not. Uh, there is always that stereotype that, uh, <laughs> I mean, first off, if the bathrooms have been gendered to begin with, um, that a lady's bathroom is cleaner. I don't know if that's fucking true. Um, also the fuck gendered bathrooms. Um, I love that you guys are best friends. I love that your first time was with your best friend. I do love that. Um, should she have cheated? Nah, but <sighs> when you're in your teen years, I really feel like that's when you really make those mistakes of just like, and that's when you really learn of like, oh, this really does affect other people. Like, don't do that, you know, but you guys were young and that's so cute. Um, I hope it didn't mess up their friendship. I hope you guys, uh, had like a, a fun, prosperous, uh, relationship after that, whether it was just staying friends or having it move to something else. Um, I also want to know like what you got from McDonald's. Uh, I I love knowing people's McDonald's uh, orders because they're always the same. Uh, like I don't know that many people that switch up their McDonald's. Like I always get a McChicken and a McDouble or two McChickens. I rarely get fries um, and I always get like an Oreo McFlurry. Uh, I'll eat some of Aaron's fries. Aaron gets a lot of uh, Big Macs. I think he's a big Big Mac person. He doesn't get the McFlurry. He's not a sweet person like I am. Um, but, like, you know, I have, like, that friend that like, only gets Chicken McNuggets, you know? Um, every once in a while I get a Chicken McNugget. And then you eat it and you're like, this is not chicken. Um, but it's still great. It's such a weird taste. Um, not weird taste. It's just it's such a different consistency. And you're just like, I know this isn't what I think it is, but I still love it. Um you say this travesty of a night, was it just because it was so crazy or was like the sex bad too? Um, you're also 15, so who knows? Um, I don't think I had good sex until I think my mid-20s, truly, uh, which is not embarrassing, but it's just like I didn't know what I wanted. So how, like, how can you explain to other people what you want if you don't even know what you want? You know what I mean? Um. I'm being questioned by a security guard. Did you throw up in front of the security guard? Because that would suck. Uh, I hope you guys got away punishment free. Um, it kind of sounds like you did. I don't know how much uh, authority a mall security guard really has. You know, like was he like a Paul Blart situation? Uh, which my dad really loved that uh, those movies. Um, and I've had to see more than once because I've babysat a lot of kids. Uh, they do not get better. Those movies do not get better with time. Um, I love it. I love all of it. This is everything that I love. Public sex. Uh, I've always wanted to have sex on a park bench. I've always wanted to have sex in a park, um, which I don't think will happen anytime soon right now. But uh, something about it, like uh, the closest I've ever gotten to doing something like super <laughs> – super illegal in a park i mean i smoked a lot of weed in the park um so that's super illegal uh i also feel like i can say that now um i'm not babysitting anymore 
<laughs> so I feel like I had to hide the fact that I like smoked weed, um, ate the edibles. This person also, after I emailed them back, was like, I have more stories. Please send them all. Send them all. Send them more. Send them all. I, this is a great first story to get. Um, and I, I love it. You know what? I might have to fucking contact you to see if you can do a Skype because this is great. And I have so many questions. Uh, and this is so ballsy and I love it. I love a 15 year old just not giving a fuck and just doing it on a park bench and then in a bathroom. I also just love that like you snuck into the mall and you guys were like, you know where the safest place would be? The bathroom. I feel like I would have gone for a dressing room because then at least you had like, you could have like, uh, if you went like into the handicapped dressing room, you'd have some space. And usually there's like a, a bench or like somewhere you can sit. So that way, like, say you're like eating out someone, like someone can be seated and you're more like on your knees rather than your back. Um, but that's all logistical. Who cares? This is a great story and episode. And I love it. Um, episode for, for you. I mean, like, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my God. I love this. Um, I think I might, I think I might end it here. I don't know how long I've been recording for, which is kind of cool. This went by faster than I thought it would. So what's going to happen is uh, I'm assuming the next couple episodes as I figure out how to get guests on with Skype and we could figure out sound quality and stuff like that. Because I don't think quality is going to be as good as it normally is just because we can't go into the studio right now. Um, though Caitlin did just get me this great mic and I have listened back to some feedback and sounds good to me, but, um, I'm also not the technician, you know, so we shall see. But I think the next few episodes might be me, just me on the mic, um, me getting more personal. Um, I'm gonna, I didn't write any notes down. And what's great is like, I had actually written in my planner to write notes down for this, but then, (laughs) yeah, but please send me, um, send me some emails, send me some tweets. I, um, I, at the end of the day, what I love about my podcast is that I do get to make people feel safe, um, when it comes to things that have happened in their life sexually and a a place for people to feel safe, to kind of work it out and talk it out. And right now I think we need more than ever our safe places, uh, And I know it feels kind of crazy that maybe this podcast is going to be a safe place for you when we are obviously at a distance from each other, but I think I can really provide that for you guys right now. And obviously humor too. Um, It will be funnier. I know this episode wasn't the funniest, Um, but I just want to thank you guys for, for being here. Um, because you're also here for me. I also just burped. I don't know if you heard that. Um, I get very insecure by my uh, my vocal noises that are my guttural noises. Um, but you guys are also here for me. And I really want you to know I don't take that for granted. And all I can say really is thank you. Um, and I'll keep showing up for you as long as I can. As you can show up for If you want to show up for me, that's cool. Um, if you are bored, obviously... Where Banana has a lot of podcasts that I really like, um, especially um, Anita Flores's uh, I'm Listening. And if you listen to last week's episode, Millie Tamara's is uh, All Dick is Trash. Um, Millie is fucking hilarious. I didn't get to do an intro for that. 
I mean, that's when like shit really hit the fucking fan uh, at Trader Joe's. I think I'll end with that. I think I'll end with with everything that's happening. I think we're learning like a silver lining to this is we're learning like what our real priorities are. And I have been someone um, who has an amazing work ethic. I show up all the time. I show up sick when I shouldn't show up sick. Like I'm like now in retrospect, I'm thinking about all the times that I had the flu and I showed up to work. Um, because that's what you do in America, right? You show up to work. The good American shows up to fucking work. But getting to watch myself finally choose myself in a situation was really fucking cool. Like I chose my health and my sanity over an hourly job. Um, that has been very, very good to me um, in a lot of ways. That job, I have been able to leave uh, and only do one day a week for months on end and come right back to five days a week. I have been allowed to take off as much time as I need to, uh, to tour, to do comedy. But again, uh, these are different times now, right? And so that was really cool for me because I'm not one that chooses myself. It's a big thing that I'm working on in therapy, actually. And I... (laughs) I actually had therapy yesterday and she knows I worked at Trader Joe's and she was freaked out and she was like, how are you? How are you doing? And I was like, well, I actually, you know, I, I'm taking an unpaid leave. And she would, she literally went, that is a hundred percent the thing that you should do right now. A hundred percent. You should feel no guilt. You should feel so happy that that's what you're doing. Um, and I wasn't expecting that from her. Uh, Cause uh, not that she doesn't take hard sides on my actions, but she was just so, <laughs> She was so relieved. It was so sweet. Um, So I guess what I'm saying in a very long way is I hope that through this, you are learning what really matters to you, what really is essential in all of our lives, um, that we really, after this, we really come through for people that really are the essential workers. Fuck the brokers. Fuck the Wall Street. Fuck the health insurance people that are making money off the health insurance, um, not the people that are trying to make sure you're covered. Um, because believe me, when I go back to Trader Joe's after all this is done, um, there will still be shitty customers that treat you like shit, that treat you like you're dumb, um, and fuck them, you know? Like, we're learning what really, that capitalism is a fucking sham. Um, and I don't know if you can tell, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bernie supporter. I'm a Medicare for all. Um, I'm a, a free uh, 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 education person. Um, I'm a democratic socialist for sure, uh, especially in this past year. Um, and if this, if fucking coronavirus, if fucking COVID-19 um, doesn't show how fucked up our medical system is, our insurance is, and I don't know what the fuck will, right? Like, think it needs to be burned to the ground and it kind of feels like it is being burned to the ground but not in the way that we wanted it to um (laughs) it went i got so dark (sighs) but like i've said in the past when it comes to you can't have sex positivity without free and equal access to medical services to education to um jobs and to people's welfare and again, we're seeing it in uh, we're seeing it unfold in a way that seems very scary and very quick because it is scary and quick. But I can only hope that at the end of this, um, we really do see a huge change and a shift in how uh, 
our government does what it does. You know, I, again, I don't always feel like I'm the most qualified to talk about things like this. I don't have a political science degree. Um, There is also Let's Get Civical, which is on the More Banana podcast, which is way more, um, I think explains things way more in depth than I am doing right now. Um, I don't know if they've recorded new episodes. Um, Definitely check it out. Um, I just want you guys to be safe and to be taking care of yourselves and finding joy in things to do. And if that is my podcast, then holy shit. Um, forever honored and fucking grateful. I do think I'm going to end it here before I go <laughs> into another dark spiral. Um, and again, I hope uh, I hope I get some emails from you guys. city at gmail.com Um Instagram, Awkward Sex in the City. Uh, Twitter is Awkward Sex City because Twitter is fucking weird. Um, you can DM me at any of those. We can talk. I really hope you guys are okay. I'll see you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.